Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. As we have seen, our rabbis teach us that Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov are each credited with inspiring us to recite the three tefillos that we recite each and every day. Based on Pesukim, cited by the Gemara that we had seen several months ago, Avram Avinu introduces us to tefillah Shachris. As the Torah reports, he got up in the morning and he davened. Yitzchak Avinu, as we read in Pasha's Chayisara, goes out, Lasuach basadeh lifnos arev, to converse, to have, so to speak, a conversation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu towards the mid-afternoon as the sun was beginning to set. And so therefore, Chazal tell us that this serves as an inspiration for Tfilas Mincha. And as we read yesterday in Parshas Vayetze, that Yaakov Avinu introduces the concept of Tfilas Mariv as he encounters, so to speak, God in this place. And Chazal tell us, in that it refers to this somewhat strange, cryptic encounter, this is actually a reference to Tvila. Now, in the past, we've mentioned the fact that it is possible to understand this on a most simple level. And that is, listen, there are three Tvilos that we recite every day. Chazal would like to be able to trace each of these Tvilos back to our earliest roots. And so therefore, it works out very nicely. Avim Yaakov, Shachos Min And they're sort of presented very neatly in this almost chronological order. And the truth of the matter is that works. There's no complaints whatsoever with such a simple presentation. But as we've already started to explore over the past couple of months when we talked about Shachris and Mincha, that the concept that Avraham Avinu Davin Shachris is not merely that Avraham Davin in the morning to this suggest that perhaps that was the only time he Davin, but Avraham Avinu lived a life. His life reflected the entire ethos, the concepts that inspire Tfilah Shachris. Because as the Pasik says, the morning is a time in which we are naturally able to see. We are able to reflect upon the goodness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has provided us with, first and foremost, in a new day. And we are able, perhaps more naturally, to see the optimism in every day. We can see the potential. There's a tremendous feeling of chesed. We feel enveloped in the morning with endless possibilities, with the kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and so therefore, the chesed, which so typifies the life of Avram Avinu, is expressed through the tefillah that Avram introduces in the morning. But the Pasuk concludes that in the nighttime, it's not as natural, it's not as easy to go ahead and to reflect upon the chesed. Because after all, nighttime is a time of darkness. It's a time of uncertainty. It's a time when many, many things are unclear some are completely obscured and blocked. There are times that we could be standing several feet away from another individual or perhaps a brick wall, and we cannot see what's right in front of us. It's a time of real uncertainty, and unfortunately, it could be much more difficult in the nighttime to reflect with a sense of optimism. And so therefore, what happens at night? At night, we do not necessarily tap as naturally into the reservoir of chesed, but rather we are drawing from our emuna. And so therefore, many have pointed out that it shouldn't be lost on us that Yaakov Avinu is the one who introduces Tfilas Mariv because Yaakov lived a life of Emunah. 
Yaakov, more than Avram, his grandfather, and more than Yitzchak, his father, was, over the course of many, many years of his life, found himself in great peril. He was running. He unfortunately had to uh, seek uh, refuge from his own brother. Uh, he was, after all, uh, found himself, as we read yesterday in Parshas Vayetze, in a very complicated situation, to say the least, involving uh, the marriage of Leah and then Rachel, and trying to build a family with uh, as with with all the strife uh, that the Torah records, some explicitly and some implicitly. And of course, as we are going to proceed in next week's parsha, parshas Vayishlach Vayeshev, through the end of Sefer Bereshis, we see how Yaakov Avinu had tremendous sorrows over the course of his life, with his family, with his children, being separated from Yosef for twenty-two years, not knowing if he was alive, losing his wife Rachel tragically and suddenly. Story after story telling us of all of the pain and suffering that Yaakov Inu had to endure. And what does that Yaakov do as a response to that? So Chazal tell us he institutes Tfilas Mariv. Yaakov Avinu has the capacity to go ahead and to try to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from a place of Emunah. The Yaakov Avinu tries, even in the darkness of night, to find a place to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now we cannot understand this in overly simplistic terms. As I said already, that Avram only died in the morning, and Yaakov only died in the night, and Yitzchak only afternoon. Rather, that Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov serving sort of as inspirations of, sort of paradigms of prayer inspire us to realize that we have in each and every day and at each and every phase and stage in our life, personally, and at every stage and phase of our national history, the capacity to turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, as Rav Asher Weiss points out in his analysis of this topic in general, he points out that the gullus in which we find ourselves in right now, we have been in exile as a people for 2,000 years, that gullus is nimshalala layla, is compared to nighttime. But we know that gullus is a time in which we have the capacity, we have the ability to really tap inside of ourselves as individuals, as a people, and to explore the possibilities of emuna that we have the ability to go ahead and to develop a real, real sense of Amuna, even if not especially in moments of, of darkness. And so therefore we can and we should really think about Shachos Min Chamarev through these different prisms, the ability to go ahead and to speak to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from a place of clarity, which is represented by Tila Shachris, and all the way through the spectrum, ending with the darkness of night, which is represented by Tila Smarev. But Rav Kook, uh, in his commentary on Masechus Brachos, he points out something very, very interesting. And that is that it's true that uh, the way we speak about Shachus Menchemarev, we speak about them in that sequence, that order, Shachus Menchemarev, but he points out that Marev is technically the first tefillah of each and every day. Because when you think about it, the day begins at night. That's the way it works. The Yom is Holei Chachar Halayla. So in Jewish law, when the sun sets each and every night, that is the beginning of the coming day. And so therefore, technically, the first feel of every day is not Shachris, it's Mariv. How do we understand that in light of what we just said? So he points out that Amuna is really the foundation. Amuna, the, the darkness of night, is where we find, hopefully, the strength within inside of ourselves to be able to draw from that in the day that follows. Because during the day, things are not always so clear. And if we are able to establish a connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu at night, if we are able to learn to communicate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even when we don't see him, so to speak, even when that vision, even when that 
access seems somewhat blocked and obstructed and clouded, we are still able to connect with him so we can draw from that. I once saw a very, very beautiful pshat. There's a pasuk that uh, that we're hopefully many of us are familiar with, familiar with. We say every day in in Volatzion towards the end, Baruch Yiftach Bashem Hashem which means, blessed is the gever, the person Asher Yiftach Bashem, who has bitachon Hashem, Hashem and Hashem is going to be the source of his bitachon. So it would seem to be uh, as if the the pasuk is just completely repeating itself. What is the difference between the first half of the pasuk? In other words, the Pasuk is promoting Bitachon. And then it says, And Hashem will be the source of your Bitachon. What, what does that mean? Just, just say it once. Why do you have to say it twice? So a beautiful Pshat that I once saw is, A, per, a person would be very blessed and very fortunate if he could learn to have Bitachon on Hashem at times in life when things are going well, when things are sort of smooth, and easy, if there is such a thing, and moments in which there is clarity, and moments in which a person is really feeling the grace of Hashem, Baruch HaGev Hashem, and moments like that. And if he does, Hashem then Hashem will be a source of bitachon when? At moments of darkness, when I need him. What happens often in life is exactly the opposite. We go through life uh, thinking that everything is just coming to us, and things are smooth, and things are easy, and I have nothing to worry about, nothing to be concerned about. And then, unfortunately, we experience turbulence. All of a sudden, we encounter trouble in the road, and we experience difficult times, sorrows in life, and we don't really know what to do with ourselves. We don't really know how to relate to our Kodesh Baruch from such a place, and so therefore we start looking for direction and assistance, and we start asking about Bitachon. What is Bitachon? How do I develop Bitachon? Who can teach me how to become a Baal Bitachon? But unfortunately, when you're in such a place, it can be difficult. It can be difficult sometimes to encounter or to discover HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the Tzara itself. Not, not to say, suggest that it's impossible, but it could be difficult for some. Another strategy is to develop that sense of Bitachon HaKadosh Baruch Hu when things are going well. If I can go ahead and I can sort of build up a reservoir of Bitachon of moon inside of myself when things are going well. So then, when I encounter a very, very difficult and challenging bump along the road, V'hoya Hashem now suddenly... I am able to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from that place of Bitachon because we are not strangers in that way. I have already prepared myself for this. On several occasions when I've had the unfortunate opportunity, but really a privilege to be with people in moments of sudden grief, I have reflected, at least when it's true, that I really thought that they had been preparing their entire lives for this very moment because I had seen these individuals over the course of many, many years beforehand having really developed in times of goodness, when things were going well, a real, real sense of bitachon. And when one can do that, when a person can become a true bal bitachon in times of daytime, in times of light, at moments of chesed, so then they can more naturally draw from that in the lelos. Then the emunascha balelos comes more naturally. So it could be that's what the Pasuk means. Baruch yiftach b'ashem. Yaakov Avinu lived his entire life as an individual who was trying to develop a strong connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to develop over time. He did not wait until the going got tough to go ahead and begin to talk with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so therefore, the, the capacity to introduce within his own life and to inspire many, many generations of the power of Tzilis Marav is to remind ourselves that in moments of darkness, we can and we should 
find HaKadosh Baruch Hu as well. It is possible to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, in the nighttime as well, not only during the day. May we all be zoche as we go through the course of our life and daven shachus and minchamarev to understand and appreciate that each three of these tefillos serve to inspire the way that we can relate and reflect upon all the experiences in life at each and every point in time, at every station, and every moment, encounter HaKadosh Baruch Hu, connect with Him, Bahaya Hashem Iftacho and HaKadosh Baruch Hu can continue to be the source of our Bitaq. Thank you so much.